Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L. And I'm Hannah D. And we're your host. This podcast is a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, you can reach our booking team by texting this number, 919-675-1058, or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the Anon podcast, T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to fellowship with other guests and listeners. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with step work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as an additional resource towards our collective growth as addicts in recovery. This podcast does not represent NA and is not affiliated with NA as a whole. We are simply addicts who are seeking the message of recovery by discussing NA literature together. Nothing more and for sure nothing less. We are grateful to be of service and to give back to our fellowship by helping facilitate this podcast. Now let's get started. Hello, I'm Michael. I'm an addict. This is the Just for Today reading for April 28th. Who really gets better? We can also use the steps to improve our attitude. Our best thinking got us in trouble. We recognize a need for a change. Basic text, page 55. When we, when new in recovery, most of us had at least one person we just couldn't stand. We thought that person was the rudest, most obnoxious person in the program. We knew that something we could do some principle of recovery we could practice to get over the way we felt about this person but what we asked our sponsors for guidance we we're probably assured with an amused smile that if we just kept coming back we'd see we'd see the person get better that made sense to us we believe that the steps of NA work in the lives of everyone if they can work for us they could work for this horrible person too Time passed, and at some point we noticed the person didn't seem as rude or obnoxious as before. In fact, he or she had become downright tolerable, maybe even likable. We got a pleasant jolt as we realized that who got, had really gotten better. Because we kept coming back, because we kept working the steps, our perception of this person has changed. The person that plagued us had become tolerable because we've developed some tolerance. He or she became likable because we developed the ability to love. So who really gets better? We do. As we practice the program, we gain a whole new outlook around us by gaining new outlook on ourselves. Just for today, as I get better, so will others. Today, I will practice tolerance and try to love those I meet. Thank you. In today's episode, we will discuss the Just for Today meditation with our guest, Susan W. Hi, Susan, and welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Hannah. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for being here. So, Susan, what is your clean date? Where do you attend meetings? And do you want to give your home group a shout out? My clean date is January 17th of 2020. Right now, I attend multiple Zoom meetings, um, but my home group would be Judges and Garden Grove Cali. Awesome. So, Susan, can you share your thoughts on the Just for Today on who really gets better? Absolutely. Um, I would love to. Thank you. Um, who really gets better? Apparently me. Um, so, it's it's ironic that this is the um, Just for Today that I'm sharing on because 
when I first got clean, um, it was before Orange County had taken to where nobody could go to in-person meetings. And uh, when we went to the first meeting, there was a little girl, probably about four, four feet tall. And I mean, she just drove me bananas. Um, and I was just like, what is it? Like, I think I was so like deep into the root of self-obsession um, that I couldn't see that like, it was so much of her I saw in me. She became my first sponsor um, and took me through my first 12 steps, which which shows like how this program works. You know, um, in the Living Clean book, it says that uh, the message may not always come from the messenger in which you would expect it to, to um, which was true in this case. Um, I think that my ego was so big because I thought um, when I first got clean, I thought that I could outsmart a program because I had letters behind my uh, by, behind my last name, which wasn't the case at all. I couldn't talk my way out of recover, recovery in a paper bag. So my sponsor now says, um, but you know where it says time passed, and at some point we noticed that the person didn't seem as rude or obnoxious before as before. Um, I think that for so long. I had all these problems in my life, relationship problems, family problems, problems with my kids, problems at work, you know, and I was so deep into the self-centeredness um, that I couldn't see that the common denominator in all of those problems was myself. Um, I, I tore down multiple jobs. I tore down um, multiple um, relationships, both romantic and friendship because I was not ever able to take responsibility for any of my actions. Um, by the time I got clean, I had driven everybody in my whole life away from me. Um, and so now, you know, I try to stay super, super mindful um, of things that I see in other people that like irk, for lack of a better word, irk me. Um, because I know that the, you spot it, you got it, it's definitely true. But now I have a lot of clarity to where I'm able to accept my assets and my liabilities. Um, some of my liabilities became my biggest assets as I continued to get clean. And the reading from, it's on page 55 in the basic text. Um, this, the sentence after that says, our disease involved much more than just using drugs. So our recovery must involve much more than simple abstinence. Recovery is an active change in our ideas and our attitudes. Um, it was every single attitude, every single idea, every single characteristic that I had right before I got clean that I had to change. A complete personality changes what the basic text says that, says that is needed. Um, and that's what I had to do. When I got clean, I had to separate myself, Susan, from state um, to be able to focus on myself and not, you know, go pick up the phone. Oh, come get me, do this, do that. You know, poor me, poor me. And now it's like, man, I finally love who I am. I love the fact that I can help somebody that's in this situation, just like I was whenever I first got clean, you know, and it's, it was so beneficial to have my first sponsor be somebody that drove me so crazy when I first met her, because I'm pretty sure, you know, there's characteristics in myself but I know for sure one of my sponsees, I drive her up the wall sometimes, you know, but the thing is, is that, you know, freedom from active addiction came from the ability to 
recognize these flaws. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way because I was so ego driven where it says if they like in the just for today where it says that made sense to us. We believe that the steps of NA worked in the lives of everyone. If they could work for us, they could work for this horrible person too. And like out beside it, I have written ego, you know, this, this person's so horrible, but you know, I guess I forgot, you know, how I look now now looking back when I see a newcomer I'm like wow that was totally me you know and the gentleman that um owns the treatment center where I went in Costa Mesa um he told me that I was batshit crazy and you know I was but I didn't see the fact that I was crazy at the time everybody else was the crazy one it's like, I can't believe y'all are doing this to me. How could you do this to me? Poor me, poor me. But when all reality, it was the behaviors and characteristics and, you know, attitudes and thought processes that I had developed for years in my addiction as defense mechanisms that kept me from being able to see what they were trying to initially point out, point out to me. You know, it took six, seven months for that to happen. Um, because I was a pretty sick puppy whenever I got clean. Um, you know, and the best part about it is as long as you follow this way, just like the reading says, we have nothing to fear. And that is so true because I just, I was broken down. I was beat up. I didn't know where to turn. I just knew that if I continued to use drugs in the manner in which I use drugs, I would lose everything that I hadn't already lost already. Um, and I had to change everything and I had to get down to what was causing me to feel the need to do the things that I was doing to hurt the people that, that to hurt the people that loved me the most, but break my back to be flexible for the people who could care less about my demise. Um, and that was, that was one of those things, but you know, Time passed, and at the same point, we noticed that the person didn't seem as rude. Rude, like I know I already read that, but I, I'm reading it again because I was so rude to waitresses, to bartenders, to people at um, shopping centers, you know, and I never even saw it until my now 19 year old daughter, who is also one of us, pointed out, like, wow, mom, you've really changed in the way you treat people. everything that caused me any kind of distress, disarray, or emotional insecurity. Um, as we practice the program, we gain a whole new outlook on those around us by gaining new outlook on ourselves. I thought that I was a lost cause. I really did. I didn't think that there was enough treatment centers, enough counselors, therapists um, that could help me. And you know, I was ready to just give up. And that the one last time where I made an effort to get clean has been the time that it works. Because sometimes you have to lose everything that matters in order to climb out of the hole that you're in. I had to climb out of that hole. Um, and, you know, a new outlook on myself 
is something that I've never had. I never had self-esteem. I never had any of that stuff. And which lets me think that possibly, you know, my behaviors, they were all fears. You know, I acted like I was this huge, courageous person. Um, I got it. I got it. I got it. When inside, I was just a scared child, you know, but my insides match my outsides now. Um, you know, when the, they say that when the pain of remaining the same becomes greater than the pain to change, you change. You know, it's unfortunate that, you know, my pain to remain the same had to get all the way up to losing custody of my nine-year-old son for me to want to change. Once I changed my perspective, I don't get mad anymore like I used to. I used to be the most rageful, vengeful person. And, you know, sometimes even when we're in public, my daughter or my family will look at me like, oh no, is she going to react? And I don't. Because working these 12 steps with a sponsor, having a home group, attending meetings, it's changed my life. It's saved my life, you know? And I knew that just because I got clean, that didn't mean that I was going to get my son back. That didn't mean I was going to get my career back on track, but it did promise me freedom from active addiction and I'll take it, you know, and because I, I was a psychotic egotistical person. And, and that is probably why sometimes I see those things in other people because they still flare up in me sometimes, but as long as I can continue to continue to stay completely present and completely mindful in the just for today, the 24 hours of the just for today, then I know that my life will never backslide to what it was. No, my recovery comes first. My, I didn't, I couldn't get clean for my kids. That didn't work. Couldn't get clean for my family. That didn't work. When I finally got clean for me, when I had nothing left, it's the time that it worked, you know, and we do get better and it's a we program. We get better, we recover. Um, it's not an I program, you know? And I guess I was always so used to hiding who I was, what I was from my family, from people at work that I didn't know what it meant to be able to lean on somebody and trust somebody. I was broken, I had been betrayed, you know? Um, and now it's like, I don't ever wanna do this by myself. And I know that I can't because anything that I ever try to put in front of my recovery, I will lose. I will lose because I've already lost it. Um, and being able to help my daughter, um, seeing, seeing my behaviors in her, that's probably why she drives me up the wall so much, but I love her. But, you know, seeing my behaviors in her, she's like, well, mom, you do this. I'm like, ooh, yes, spot check, got it. You know, and now I can apologize for those things. I can make amends. I don't have to take, you know, two hours to think of a way to manipulate it to be somebody else's fault and not mine. And, you know, my, my, my favorite part of this whole reading is that who gets better? We do. We do. Because none of us, no addict that has already stopped using is in the process of losing the desire to use and finding a new way of life ever has to use again, no matter what. Um, and I'm gonna continue to take those 24 hours at a time and 
continue to spread the message and continue to share my story so that no other women, children or woman or husband ever has to go through what my family went through, you know, but I know that if I could, if I do not stay in the middle of this program and remember it's a we program so I can call my sponsor fellowship and not be ashamed to tell them how I'm feeling, I will backslide. And I don't think that I have another one in me. Um, we can gain a new outlook on ourselves. Today, I can look in the mirror. Today, my mirrors don't have black Sharpie X's over them. Um, I'm not where in my mind I thought I should be, but I'm right where my higher power, whom I choose to call God, has put me, and I'm okay with that just for today. Thank you. Thank you so much. And before you head out today, we have a question that we ask all of our guests on the podcast. And that is, if you could talk to you, uh, Susan W., with one day or one week clean, what would you say to her today? What would you want her to know? Oh, you can't read. Are we still recording? Yeah. It's okay. Go ahead. Um, I would say, you know, how, like, I would say, I would let her know that, you know, things happen. I'm not responsible. She's not responsible for her disease, but she's responsible for the, for her recovery. Um, and the shame and guilt from the past has to be left there in order to progress forward with a hopeful, uh, drug-free future. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. We encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Until next time, we are your hosts, Hannah D. And Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Mm-hmm.